The Devils are in need of a goalie, I hear. Well, it seems like Connor Hellebuck might be on the move from the Winnipeg Jets organization. Should the Devils pursue him, especially since he's going to become an unrestricted free agent in about a year? Is it worth the risk? We have a lot to break down in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Silly season once more. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer. Dell's right for Pucks and Pitchforks and also part-time credential Mia member, Trey Matthews. I figured it's been a while since I've done a silly season episode. So let's talk about Connor Hellebuck and the possibility of the New Jersey Devils trading for him. So according to the score, they recently put out an article and said that goaltender Connor Hellebuck isn't interested in signing an extension with the Winnipeg Jets. According to The Athletic, Hellebuck has one season remaining on his current contract of $6.16 million and is eligible to ink a new deal with Winnipeg as of July 1st, which is just a few weeks away. He's widely considered to be a top trade candidate this summer. Jets star center and restricted free agent Pierre-Luc Dubois also reportedly informed the franchise recently that he isn't willing to sign an extension and is seeking a move elsewhere. But obviously, that's a discussion for another time. So, Connor Hellebuck, one of the greatest goalies of this generation, might be on the move. And a lot of fans have been pushing for Tom Fitzgerald to get another goalie. And as soon as the Stanley Cup playoffs came to an end, people were just linking saying, hey, let's go after Connor Hellebuck. So in today's episode, we're going to focus on Hellebuck as a player. We're going to talk about his background, what he would hypothetically provide towards the Devils organization. Then the second segment, we're going to get into the nit and grit of the discussion and talk about a potential trade package. And I'll also give my opinion as to whether or not I would personally make the deal. And then in the third and final segment, to wrap it all up, we're going to talk about how the Devils should approach the offseason going forward because obviously we've shifted our focus over to Timo Meyer and Jesper Bratt and their contract situations. But let's not kid ourselves. The Devils also need to fill out their roster just a tad bit more if they want to make it a little bit further in the playoffs come next year. So what would Hellebuck hypothetically bring to the organization? Well, the stats speak for themselves. He appeared in 64 games. He had a record of 37, 25, and 2. He had a goals against average of 2.49 and a save percentage of 920. He won the Vesna Trophy back in 2020. He has been named to the All-Star team twice. He was named NHL's second All-Star team in 2018. He was named NHL first all-star team in 2020. He has participated in three all-star games. And like I said, he is one of the greatest goalies in this generation because he not only led all goalies in games played this year, but he did it back during the 2020-2021 season. He did it back during the 2019-2020 season. He did it during the 2017-2018 season. He led the NHL in wins with 44 back in 2017-2018. Goals against, he led the entire league in that once more. 2021-2022, just last year, 2020-2021, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2021-2022, 2
2018-2019, shots against. He's led the league four times in that category. Saves four times. Shutouts once, 2019-2020. Minutes, he did it twice. Point shares led the league once. And goalie point shares twice. According to David Satriano of NHL.com, he said that Hellebuck faced the third most shots, 1,964, and made the second most saves, 1,807, this season. He had six games with at least 40 saves, going 5-0-1, and he led the NHL in shots against and saves in each of the previous four seasons. So I can go on and on about Connor Hellebuck and his overall achievements, but like I said, his track history and his capabilities, they speak for themselves. He's 30 years of age, so he's getting up there a little bit, but I don't think he's slowing down anytime soon because, like I just said, he literally led all goalies in games played just this past year. And throughout the last five or so years, we've been seeing Connor Hellebuck just put his name into a lot of high-up rankings throughout the NHL amongst all active goalies in terms of, like, wins, shutouts, point shares, whatever the case might be. So Connor Hellebuck is one of the best goalies in this generation, and I, I can see why fans are pushing for Tom Fitzgerald to possibly make another blockbuster deal because let's talk about what Hellebuck would bring to the roster if he was hypothetically added by the New Jersey Devils. So my thing is simply this. One of the big issues during the Stanley Cup playoffs was obviously the goaltending because Vitek Vancek, he completely crashed and burned once more. We saw his role diminish once again because when he was what the Washington Capitals just last year, uh, during the playoffs, he completely took a few steps backwards. It was completely different compared to his regular season that year as well because once once again, I always talk about how solid Vanacek is during the regular season, but come the playoffs, he tends to take a few steps backwards and then the Devils had to put all their trust in a 22-year-old rookie, Inner Kira Schmidt, and he was able to shut out the New York Rangers not once but twice in the first round. Then come the second series against the Carolina Hurricanes, he didn't put up his best performance, but at the same time, he was still way better than Vitek Vanacek. So obviously a lot of people are saying like goaltending is still an issue for the Devils. Now, if Hellebuck is added to the roster, he'll instantly become the starter. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. So we talked about some of the great achievements that Vanacek had just this past year. He was the first Devils goalie since Martin Brodeur to eclipse 30 wins. And Vanacek seemed to be very solid in between the pipes for the Devils. And not only that, I think the thing about Hellebuck is that he not only does he bring great capability, but he brings great experience and can act as a mentor towards Vanacek and also Schmidt just a little bit. Because one of the criterias I had for the Devils' pursuit of a goalie is that I wanted someone who had a good track history, but at the same time, somebody who can act as a mentor toward Mackenzie Blackwood, because obviously I was still projecting for Blackwood to be the go-to guy for the Devils come the new year. And obviously we know how that panned out, but I, it, it still doesn't take away from the fact that the Devils are still a relatively young team. You need someone like Hellebuck added to your roster because for Schmidt, he's admitted that he sometimes gets nervous during big moments and he's learned to channel it a little bit more, but he's still 22 years of age. He still has his career ahead of him. And then for Vanacek, it's just like, it, it seems like when the lights get brighter, it, it seems like he just diminishes just a little bit more. Like he gets a little timid because it's just so shocking that Vanacek is able to perform well during 
the regular season, but come the playoffs, he completely crashes and burns. And then having someone like Hellebuck, obviously he would be the starter, but Vanacek and Schmidt can utilize a lot of the lessons that Hellebuck would hypothetically teach them. So that way they can take their games to the next level. And when Hellebuck's time does come for him to step aside from the sport of hockey, I think you would definitely get a bright superstar in Schmidt because Schmidt has is starting to build up that track history and his story arc in the NHL is amazing. Here's a guy who was brought up from Utica. He didn't have a good performance with the Devils last year, didn't leave a good first impression amongst the fan base. But this year he was vital as to why the Devils were able to go on a 13-game win streak because Blackwood was out with that MCL sprain. And then come the end of the year, he was able to uh, nudge his way into uh, a backup role with the Devils come playoff time. Vanacek wasn't doing well in the first two games. And then, lo and behold, here comes Schmid. But uh, I think with Schmid and also Vanacek, their potential would just go through the roof if you were to add someone like Hellebuck onto the roster. Now, obviously, that's the perspective I would see if I was like sitting in the Prudential Center because – uh, every every player needs some sort of mentor. And I think the Devils have been lacking that the last few years. They've tried with Jonathan Bernier. They've tried with Corey Crawford, but it didn't really help in that sort of way. But someone like Hellebuck, someone who I don't see retiring anytime soon, but uh, is still up there in age just a little bit more, can definitely uh, provide that wisdom and experience towards such a young team like the Devils organization. So that's sort of the optic standpoint. But we're going to talk more about how this trade would pan out for the Devils because this would be a hypothetical blockbuster deal. This would not be just a trade that falls under the radar. It's low risk, high reward. No, the Devils would be putting a lot of their trust in Connor Hellebuck if they're willing to pursue him. But we're going to talk about that momentarily. Before we continue, let me tell you guys about eBay Motors. So for a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right, so the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure that every part you need fits just right and the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know which part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is named the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And now with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed, so get parts right the right fit and the right prices on ebaymotors.com let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply okay so let's get into the knit and grit of this hypothetical trade scenario so obviously i know a lot of fans are big on the devils getting connor hellebuck and according to the athletic here's what they said in regard to maybe the Devils potentially making a trade for him. They said the Devils, like the Buffalo Sabres, can spend to acquire a high-end goalie. The cap situation may take a little bit more balancing because there are two key Ford contracts, which is Timo Meyer and Jesper Bratt, among a few other pending free agents to manage first. So one of those uh, free agents that you have to manage is Eric Halla because he was essential as to why the Devils were able to be so successful. Now, how would this hypothetical trade work? A lot of people are saying, why don't we just trade the rights to Jesper, of Jesper Bratt to the Winnipeg Jets and get Connor Hallebuck? Well, 
that doesn't really make much sense now, does it? Because I'm going to talk more in great detail momentarily because I have a concrete example to use, but trading away Jesper Bratt for Connor Hellebuck, look, I know Bratt is a headache and a half when it comes to these contract negotiations. Feels like we've been doing this same song dance routine for the past three or so years when trying to get him to extend with the Devils organization. But I think Brad has a lot more mileage compared to Hellebuck. And I, I, I just think that would be too big of a risk for the Devils to take. If I had to construct a trade package, because quite honestly, I think the Devils would lose any trade package that involves Connor Hellebuck because look at his contract situation. He's a pending unrestricted free agent and he's going to demand for a lot more money. And I'll point that out momentarily, but the trade package that I guess I can best envision is that you trade the rights of Mackenzie Blackwood and maybe a prospect or two to try to entice the Winnipeg Jets because if Pierre-Luc Dubois wants out, if Connor Hellebuck wants out, seems like the Winnipeg Jets are heading straight toward a rebuild. So why don't you help them in that case by trading away some prospects that you're not going to need? And obviously you get Mackenzie Blackwood, not the oldest, but not the youngest either. Maybe needs a new change of scenery to try to get the best out of him. He still has a lot of upside, but I think he's hit a wall with the Devils organization. And quite honestly, I think the Devils have lost all patience with them. But even then, there's no way that the Jets would accept that trade. Just no way. Because like I said, Connor Hellebuck, he's not a dime a dozen. He he is once in a blue moon because when it comes to goaltenders and the Athletic pointed this out. There's not a lot of options out there for a team like the Devils because one of the issues that the Devils had during the Stanley Cup playoff run, like I just mentioned, was goaltending. So you know that in order for the Devils to get over that hump, they're going to want to try to pursue a goalie or someone who is solid and dependable in net come playoff time so that way the Devils can go a little bit further. So why would the Jets try to help out the Devils in that case? Because the Devils, one of their main Achilles heel is obviously goaltending. And if you just bail them out by giving them Hellebuck for a low low deal sort of circumstance, I don't know if the Jets would be able to live with themselves, even though they're they're in opposite conference. It's not like the Jets and Devils are rivals. But, but still, like when you see a team that can be so dominant or a team that has potential to be dominant, why would you help them in that case? So my thing is is, is simply this, which is, I think it would be too big of a risk for the Devils to trade for Hellebuck because let's go back a few years. Let's look at another example in which the Devils trade away their ninth overall pick for Corey Schneider. Now, how did that turn out for the Devils and how did that turn out for the uh, Vancouver Canucks? Because the Canucks used that ninth overall selection to select Bo Horvat and Horvat became their captain years later. Just putting that out there and what happened to Corey Schneider I don't even think he's in the league anymore. He completely crashed and burned and he was uh, essentially just forced out of New Jersey. And we never saw the likes of Schneider ever again. And even though Horvat is not with the Canucks organization anymore, I think the Canucks won that trade because like I said, Horvat gave them way more years, was their captain. And what happened with the goaltending situation for the Devils? It seemed like Corey Schneider could never get into a group. He was injury prone. The Devils put all their trust in him. And it was sort of the same treatment that Blackwood is getting now. So it doesn't, and we've been talking about this over at Pucks and Pitchforks. It doesn't make sense for the Devils to trade a forward away for a goalie. Because let's think about this. Hellebuck, he's 30 years of age. Not the oldest, not the youngest. 
And how many more years could he provide for the Devils organization? Like, realistically, anywhere from maybe two to three years. And that's a big risk because we need to figure out, like, are the Devils really ready to compete for a Stanley Cup? Are they ready to hoist that trophy up at the end? I feel like that's a deal you do when it's a win-now circumstance, not when you're trying to build for something because – the Devils can take their time here. Their window is not closing. If anything, Tom Fitzgerald has also said this. Their window is just opening. So if you trade away Jesper Bratt, because I think Bratt's mileage and his production could go way further compared to Hellebuck. Am I saying that he'll surpass Hellebuck in terms of greatness? No. But think about what you need at this point, And do you really want to break the bank in that regard? So that's a huge risk right there. And I don't think the Devils would hypothetically win any trade circumstance because I literally just said Hellebuck is set to become an unrestricted free agent. And if you don't believe me, Christy Flannery recently uh, uh, released an article in regard to the hypothetical trade circumstance. And she said Hellebuck would come with a cap hit of $6.17 million next season. After that, he would be an unrestricted free agent. And some are projecting for his contract would have an average annual value of $9 million or higher. So there we go right there. We've been talking about the last few weeks that money is a bit of an issue for the Devils because you got to focus on Timo Meyer, and then obviously you got to focus on Jesper Bratt. I think Bratt can go a lot further in terms of more years added to his career compared to Hellebuck. So if it, once again, if the Devils were in a must-win scenario, if their window was closing, by all means, go for Hellebuck because – you need to win a Stanley Cup now. Otherwise, you're going to lose some key players. You're going to lose some key assets. And you're going to have to start over. And you're going to have nothing to show for it. But that's not the case for the Devils. Jack Hughes is signed long-term. Nico Keisha is signed long-term. And they haven't even entered their primes yet. So there's your two centerpieces to rebuild around. And when looking at the goalie situation, I get that the Stanley Cup playoffs was a bit of a disappointment. Both goalie or... I guess Vanchek in this case was abysmal. And then for Schmid, he had a great first series. And then the second series, a bit iffy, but still, I think he held down the four for what he could uh, do at his age and experience. You still have two good goalies. I'm not giving up on Vanchek. 30 wins don't, don't just happen, guys. It doesn't just happen out of thin air. And then for Schmid, it's just like he has a lot of upside. He has a lot of potential. And I'm not saying that the Devils shouldn't go after a goalie. It just doesn't make sense to trade for Hellebuck. And once again, we've been talking about this over at Pucks and Pitchforks, which is it's usually a huge risk to trade a forward away or a high-end prospect for someone like Hellebuck, who quite honestly would probably be used as a rental type of player because I don't know if the Devils would be willing to break the bank for Hellebuck in this case. This seems like a deal that's better on paper. And I'm not trying to diminish Hellebuck because I literally said in the first segment, what he was able to do the last few years in the NHL, but he's 30 years of age. The last time the Devils pursued goalies who were like, you know, in, in their 30s, you would have to look at like Corey Crawford. How did that turn out? Jonathan Bernier, how did that turn out? And once again, when the Devils traded away their ninth overall selection in favor of Corey Schneider, how did that turn out for the Devils? How did that turn out for the Vancouver Canucks? Obviously, Schneider's not with the Devils anymore. Horvat is not with the Canucks anymore. But I think the Canucks won that deal. And I think in your heart to heart, you know that as well. So it just wouldn't make sense for the Devils to trade for Hellebuck in this case. Very good player. But I just think it 
you would be trading for a rental. It would be too big of a risk, not a smart investment. And the devils would have to break the bank when it's time to pay him because he's not going to be an RFA. He's going to be a UFA. So there's the risk right there. And I know there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to pounce on the opportunity to try to sign Hellebuck onto their organization. Okay, so the main question is, do the Devils need a goalie? Because I've been talking about it the, the, the last couple segments, which is Vitek Vanacek is this, Akira Schmidt is this, but they weren't able to do this. They weren't able to do that. Do they need a goalie? I would say yes. Okay, so I know The Athletic recently, uh, once again, released an article and said that the free agency market for the Devils to try to pursue after a goalie doesn't really look to be in their favor because obviously you might get someone like Jonathan Quick. I think Frederick Anderson is also available uh, via the free agent market and uh, a couple other players that quite honestly, most likely are just going to stick with the team that they're already on and are just waiting for a new deal. So obviously that's not going to work into the devil's favor. And I get that goalies are not a dime a dozen. Like I said, in the first segment, they're once in a blue moon because everyone needs a successful goalie in order to make it to the next level because you can survive with a bad defense, but good goaltending. But if you have solid defense and horrendous goaltending, that's usually a recipe for disaster. So my thing is like, I think the Devils should go after a goalie, but it should be a low risk, high reward type of circumstance because that's how they got VTech Vancheck. They just traded away a couple draft picks and uh, they, they weren't first round draft picks for Vanacek's service. He was a restricted free agent and the Devils were able to negotiate a, a few year extension with Vanacek. And I think Vanacek still can provide a lot to the organization. It's just a matter of how is he going to perform during the playoffs? I know these last couple seasons have not played into his favor. And now you can shift your focus. Once again, if you're not comfortable with Vanacek being the starter next year, I think you could shift your focus back over to Akira because Akira is a very tall goalie. Seems like he has a lot of upside, a lot of potential. He's only 22 years of age. He has his whole career in front of him. I don't project for him to take any steps backwards. And if you guys remember, he left a bad taste in the mouth of many Devils fans when he made his uh, NHL debut during the 2021-2022 season. And talk about a complete 360 because I thought Nico Dawes would be that goalie that they called up from Utica. And by the way, speedy recovery to Dawes. But yeah, that's my thing, which is the Devils need to go for a low risk, high reward type of goalie. Look for like another trade circumstance that would go into their favor because you don't want to break the bank here because it's not just Timo Meyer. It's not just Jesper Bratt. You got to focus on a couple other players that you're going to have to resign within a year or two because obviously you got someone like Dawson Mercer. He only has one year left on his entry-level contract, so you got to focus on him. Luke Hughes and uh, soon Shimon the Mets when, whenever he signs his entry-level contract. You're going to have to focus on them when their contracts expire in a few years. So my thing is you already have a decent amount of players signed long-term. You're trying to focus on Timo Meyer, Jesper Brad. I don't know what the case is for him, but it seems like he's looking for a – short-term deal at this point can't really confirm that that's just a theory and then for Hellebuck Christy Flannery literally said it in one of her uh, recent articles for the hockey news which is he might demand a, a new contract annually of nine million dollars so to give you reference he would be paid around the same ballpark as Dougie Hamilton he would be paid more than Nico Keisher and Jack Hughes 
and possibly Timo Meyer. So are you willing to pay that much for a goalie, which hypothetically, how many more years can Connor Hellebuck give us a solid contribution in between the pipes? And I just don't think that's a move you make if you're the devils, because you already got something special going. Don't get greedy. Don't break the bank and just trust the process and just look for your options right there. But I haven't given up in Vanacek or Schmidt. I'll talk about this in a future episode. I think both of them have a lot of upside and yes, the playoffs didn't really go all that well, but I still think there's nowhere for them to go, but up and for Vanacek, we kind of saw it during the regular season when sometimes he was inconsistent. I think the thing that Vanacek is going to work on is just, yeah, he's got to work on the consistency, especially to end the regular season because we saw it happening, I, at least I saw it happening, at, what month was it, March, when Vanacek was going on a bit of a cold stretch, and that was just about a month away from playoffs. So take that into consideration. So my thing is, Connor Hellebuck, very good player. I would love to have him to the roster, but I just don't think the Devils will be able to afford him, and I don't think the investment of trading away someone like Jesper Bratt or another prospect or whatever the case might be, I just don't think it would be a smart return for Tom Fitzgerald because uh, Connor Hellebuck, what if he gives us one good year and then the rest are just like mediocre kind of thing? I don't think that I, that, which is not that hard of a theory to basically ponder upon because we've seen it happen with the devil's organization before and it's already bit him in the butt once let's not get burned again. So let me know what you guys think. Do you want to see Connor Hellebuck added to the roster? Who would you trade him for? And if it's not Hellebuck, which goalie would you like to see the devil's pursue? Curious to your guys' thoughts, so leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page, at TreyMatt4, or the show's Twitter page, at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you, so continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.